Welcome back, Bolt fam. Colin Appel, Miles Raruka, back here with you. Another episode of Chargers Powder Hour podcast. And today we have a special guest with us. Um, how should I, how should I introduce you? What, what? Give me a fun fact. Um, I held the world record in Minecraft. All right. That's not that, much that's of a flex. Just saying, but you do you. We got we got our buddy Will <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, what's your Twitter Twitter handle? It's Luigi at Luigi. Uh, at Luigi three six nine two. At Luigi three six nine two. Love it, man. Um, so I made a dumb bet with Will a couple uh, about a month month ago. And he's a he big did. Cardinals fan. And I did not think Albert Pujols was going to hit 700 at the time when he had his like six, 690th, 691st. So I bet you, I was like, there's no way he, he hit 700 before the end of the season. And you said, if he does, then you have to let me come on an episode of the podcast. No, you said and record if he does. With what you said? You said if he does, I'll let you host oh, yeah, an episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you I, said if he hits seven hundred before the in forty games, I'll let you host an episode of the podcast. And, and one of those ways it went down. Here we are a month later, and you're on the podcast. So c- congrats, pat pat yourself on the back, Albert Pujols. Totally non Chargers related, non podcast related, but here we are honoring our side of the bet, my side of the bet. Miles didn't have anything to do with it really. Yeah, fuck you, but Colin. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Albert Pools. <laughs> Welcome to the pod, Will. He's definitely but, watching this. I'm I'm telling you right now. Yeah, dude, he yeah, for sure. Well, hey, today uh we have a a game preview to talk about. Big Monday night matchup, Chargers and Broncos. Divisional matchup, interesting matchup from an offensive defensive standpoint. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into you know both sides of the ball here in a bit, but um, just give me your guys' first thoughts initially on on the matchup itself and and how you feel about it. Will you want to start us off? Uh, sure. Well, my first start. Start. My first thought is that you didn't ask what I was drinking. Great, great point. What are you drinking? You see, I'm I'm not 21, so I can't drink beer. So I got my Coca Cola. Well, shut the fuck up, then, Will. <laughs> Miles, let the man live. All right. All right. Well, we don't. Well, just here, guys, we don't sponsor underage. You're drink. not even drinking anything. You're standing outside. Yeah. No, I am. Okay, so Chargers fam, I am outside. Let's be honest. I was not expecting us to record this tonight, but I'm happy that we are. Like, this is so happy that we are. I am back in my hometown of Grand Island, Nebraska. If there's any natives out there listening, you know, give us a shout out. But um, I'm not drinking anything right now because I already went to the bars tonight. I already had enough. So I am here talking with Colin and Will. You guys are going to hear my, you know, drunken opinions, and you guys are going to love it. So We love it, man. I, I, I'm a few deep 
watching so anyway, that Padres Dodgers game, so I'm right there with you. My actual thoughts on this game is that if we don't win this game, we suck. I mean, that's pretty. That's a pretty strong statement. Tell me more. Have you seen the Broncos? Yeah, no. But I mean, they just don't look. I good. feel like they they look terrible. To counter that, I definitely feel like it, it's kind of almost like a, it's a very winnable game for the Chargers, but it's also a very losable can game I, um, after watching this team for a few weeks. Yeah, so, what do you got? This is a must-win for the Chargers. Like this is, you know, prime time. This is a must-win for the Chargers. Like this is one of those games that's just like. You know, everyone in the country knows that the Broncos suck. You know why we know that? Because the Broncos have been on primetime three of the first four weeks. So, like, if we don't beat the Broncos on primetime, then everyone's going to look down on us. So, we have to beat the Broncos this week. And that's kind of just what I'm thinking. Like, it's one of those games where, you know, I think it's a trap game. I really think it's a trap game. I think... Yeah. I think that it's going to come down to a one-score game, and yeah. that hurts me just because knowing the Broncos so far this year, knowing how much they suck, but, like, we have to beat the Broncos this week. And it's, like, we have to beat them, not even, like, considerably. Like, as I said, I think it'll be a one-score game. We don't have to beat them by double digits. We just have to beat them because the Broncos are horrible. And, I mean, everyone in the NFL knows that, and we just need to do our job. Yeah. I think – I mean, you said it when you said trap game. Like, that's exactly what this potentially could be. I mean, I I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm just going to play devil's advocate for the sake of it. But I went to the Denver Broncos game last year in Denver, and this kind of has, like, similar vibes. Even though it's at SoFi – it's home game. Um, I know the Bolt fam's going to show out, but let's not kid ourselves. The, the Broncos travel very well, so I, I expect to see quite a bit of orange there. Um, you know, if it's 50-50, I think that's a great, great split. You know, this is a fan base that travels a fuck ton. And, you know, I just watched – I mean, going into that game last year at Denver, you know, I know different circumstances, different points in the season, but in um, a different team too, right? Russell Wilson wasn't around. But you just got that feeling of like, man, the Broncos are just always a scrappy team. And if they get a couple things that go their way, a couple big plays, like this could very well be another game where it comes down to the last three minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, it very well could be. I mean, you look at the games they have won, and they've kind of just scraped by in those games. So I think we really just need to, to win this game, we just need to make an effort early on to just put it away which we're really bad at doing yeah. because we cannot put games away they'll always they'll always find a way to come back and be close but if we can find a way to just put this game away by by halftime by by the third quarter i think we should be fine but if we let the broncos back into it at any point that's when you start getting worried yeah yeah for sure and Real quick, let's jump into the injury report because I think this has kind of been something that, I mean, really, as far as Chargers news this week, it's really just all been about the injury report, and and there's some some key things going on, um, key things to kind of keep an eye on. 
I think number one, you know, obviously, you know, it's the availability of Keenan Allen. Are we going to have him? Are we not going to have him? And what's that going to look like come, come Monday night or Monday afternoon game day decision? I don't know. I, I mean, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this, but real quick, I mean, in my personal opinion, I, I think we should just sit him again. I think this is exactly to the point where he was at last go around where he tweaked it. And I just say, play the cautious side. You got one more week and then you get a bye week. Like, yeah, no, uh, you yeah, know, no, hold on. Colin, I'll take it from there. Basically, sorry guys, there's a train in the background. I am recording in downtown GI right now. But, um, yeah, if you guys hear me, whether or not you do, my face is right up next to the mic. Yeah, I think. Honestly, I would not be surprised if Keenan plays this week just because Keenan, you know, you know, Keenan's a dog, you know, and uh, I think he wants to play. I know, not even think, I know he the wants fucking to play, wolf. but um, yeah, it's all about, it's all about the hamstring. I wouldn't be surprised if he did sit concerning the hamstring, you know, going into a bye week, but I know that he wants to. And it wouldn't be one of those things that I'm surprised if he's just like, you know what, fuck it. Like, going into the bye week, you know, if I if I end up a little bit sore after the bye week, like, you know what, that's extra days of rest. Like, I'll play through it. But it's one of those things that, you know, I, I think Keenan, personally, I think Keenan's playing this week. I know, Colin, you're against me, but... um. I really think he is. I, don't, I mean, I, I if he can go, I'd love to see him. I just, I mean, based off what I've seen and heard from uh, this week online and practice, uh, I don't know. I, I just, you'd hate to rush him back for a fucking Broncos game, and then he goes out in the second quarter, third quarter, re- tweak something again, then you, you miss him for another four weeks. You yeah, know? no, I 100% get it. But, like, I think that this is a game in which, you know, our coach is just going to realize, you know what, like, we, we fucking need Keenan back, and I, okay, I, I did say earlier that I expect him to play, that is bold, because I don't know if I expect him to play, <laughs> dude, Keenan Allen's, Keenan Allen's, like, injury is so up in the air right now, I have no idea if he's going to play or not. Because even one of my friends, I think it's even one of my friends. I definitely think it's more questionable than they're reporting. I I think everyone's kind of like the way that it's been perceived, at least in my opinion, uh, through reports is like he's leaning likely, but I think it's a lot more up in the air than no. I I one hundred percent saying it is the fact that you said up in the air is grateful for me because yeah, he is one hundred percent so up in the air. Like I think he will play. But, like, I honestly, I have no idea. Just knowing Keenan, like, Keenan's one of those guys that's just going to be like, you know what, I'm a dog, like, I'm going to play and all this bullshit. But, like, saying, with you saying it's up in the air, that is, yeah, it's it's very up in the air. Like, <laughs> Keenan Allen's injury is the most, like, up in the air injury that we've ever seen, maybe. All right, let's get Will's takes on, on, on this. Yeah, uh, so I basically view this Keenan Allen injury as this. I think just based on what this coaching staff has done in the past and even what they've done this year with J.C. Jackson, I kind of view this Keenan Allen injury being similar to J.C. Jackson's injury or injury in week week one when they're like, can he play? Probably. Are we going to hold him out anyway? Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. 
I think Keenum probably is able to go, but they're going to hold him out just because they know what he did in practice the one week. They don't want him to retweak it, and they think, hey, we, I think we can beat this Broncos team without him, so we're just going to hold him out so he can be there for the long run. Yeah, and I think that's the safe bet too. I mean, I, I think with what the Broncos have shown so far this year, I think even if it's an ugly win, I mean, I, I definitely think this is a more than winnable game for the Chargers. So if you were able to get one out last week in Cleveland, you, in theory you should be able to do the same thing with a struggling um, Broncos team. And, you know, really the other big – uh, injuries to, I think, really take note of. I mean, obviously, uh, well, one, I, I thought it was a good sign for Justin to at least be full uh, participant in practice this entire week. I think that's the first time that's been a thing since he uh, fractured the rib cartilage. I could be wrong, though. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, Dustin I think Hopkins... Yeah, was full at the end of last week. Oh, was he? Yeah, I think he was full at the end of last week, but he was limited for the first, like, two days, so. Gotcha, okay. This is the first yeah, time he's been full since the start of the week, since the rib cartilage. Dustin Hopkins, right quad. That's an interesting one. I mean, Bertolet, I think that's how you say his last name, kicked great for us last week, but... I have no idea. That that That's something to keep an eye on. I mean, I, I he was limited yesterday and today so we'll see how his status is tomorrow and then you know what what the game status is for him other than that Trey Pipkins was also limited Thursday yesterday and today well today is technically Saturday but Thursday and Friday he's limited so looks like pretty much everyone is probable well the two up in the airs right now are Keenan Allen and Dustin Hopkins so Definitely a welcoming sight after a few weeks of just getting fucked by injuries. It seemed like every game, you know, we were losing at least two or three guys. So, um, you know, training oh, in the right yeah. direction. Was, yeah, especially that Jags game. Yeah. That was awful. I think we lost Miles. It looks like, according to his video feed, it looks like he is far. <laughs> he's got his mic. He's got his mic muted. He's muted up, but he looks like he's just having a great time. So. I think he's ordering a drink. <laughs> I think he is too. Um, yeah. So for those of I us, I think what's more interesting you, than our injury report is is the country mile long Broncos injury report. <laughs> it is long, but I will say, like, I I think a lot of them are just kind of. I think a lot of them are will be probable. They're just on there. I think they're kind of bruised up and banged up. The only serious ones I, I that I took note of, uh, and it's a big one, but inside linebacker Josie Jewell has not practiced this week with a knee injury. And then also uh, guard Dalton Risner, big piece of their offensive line, has not practiced this week either. So... Those are the two that jump out to me, but are, are there any other significant ones that you think could uh, could play a um, uh, big role? Melvin Gordon has been limited both days so far, so that could be something to monitor. They are thin at running back, too. I mean, everyone knows 
You know, Javante Williams went down a couple weeks ago with a really bad knee injury. Yeah, so that they're really banged up in the running back group. So that is something to, I think, uh, that's a good point. I mean, if let's say Melvin Gordon starts and he's there um, at the beginning of the game, but, you know, if he slows down in the, in the second half or, you know, gets banged up or, you know, whatever, goes down, goes down with a lingering injury, that is something to, to take note of. So other than that, I mean, a lot of limiteds, a lot of foals. There's only a couple DMPs, and, and those are the two that I mentioned, Josie Jewell and uh, Dalton Risner. So I haven't looked too far too far into those specific injuries, so I don't know if they're trending towards playing or they're still trending uh, negatively, but something to keep an eye on. If they're two DNP, if they're two DNPs, if they're two DNPs, I'm going to guess that they're probably not going to play, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, they do have an extra day, so we'll see how that factors in. But overall, I mean, I think, you know, this is trending trending in the right direction for the Chargers. You know, we're starting to see, you know, guys are going to get banged up. Like, it's the NFL. It, it, you're an idiot to think that, you know, you, your first string, everything is going to be there throughout the entire season. You know, guys are going to go down for, you know, some some for long periods of time, obviously, and, and some for, you know, a week, or maybe they don't miss any time, but they just are banged up. So either way, it's it's a good site for, for Chargers fans to look up and, and not see everybody on the injury hey, Colin, list. Colin, may I chip in real quick? Yes, you may, sir. How are you yeah, doing? I'm doing great. Um, yeah, I know that Dalton Risner was not a practice participant, as you probably mentioned before. But, um, yeah, I'm just not expecting a lot of that Broncos D-line to be healthy. Um, you know, Bowles is um, – is he out for the year? Uh, Garrett Bowles? Bowles? I think oh, he – no, it might not yeah. be Someone else is out for Bowles. the year, though. Uh, Quinn Quinn Miners is limited with the hamstring, and I know that Risner was also questionable this week. So I don't know, man. I just think that that Broncos exactly like you mentioned that Broncos line is something to take advantage of. You know, I I expect Khalil Mack to, you know, you know go ham this week, as they say. Um. Okay, because- I think. Well, go ahead and finish your thought, but I think this is a good good transition to uh to some keys of the game because I think you're you're starting to hit on something that I wanted to talk I know. about. I got my keys to the game ready, but um yeah, I know. It's one all right, you know what? Let's just go to our keys of the game because this will touch on <laughs> I'll, I'll touch my three. I'll touch my three right now. Okay. So, well the reason the reason why I wanted the reason why I wanted to transition over is because um, you know, you were talking about the offensive line, and my first key to the game that I immediately popped out at me was: Can the Chargers get pressure on Russell Wilson? Will you know, Russell I Wilson think, play, though? That is the question, and I think he will. But you know, yeah, he's not hurt, is he? He did. He practiced limited. It might be better for us. It might be actually better oh. for us if he plays. Yeah, he he is he is on the, the injury report. He's way at the bottom. I didn't even hey, see him. I'm with Will um, here. Limited like, I think and it full. will be better if play. he does if he does play. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> play. Stop it. He's gonna play. He's a gamer. Dude, Russell Wilson is the corniest motherfucker in the world. 
<laughs> and like I think it's better if he does. Well, play. I agree with you. Yeah, he's he's gonna play. But my <laughs> thing was go back to the yeah, offensive but, line here for a sec. I, mean, I have if the no Chargers idea. Get pressure on Russell Wilson. That's gonna be the difference because. I mean, I think we've assumed over the last couple of weeks that just because Khalil Max on this roster now, that, that's going to be there. But let's not forget that we're missing a dog in Joey Bosa, and and this offense or this defensive line, excuse me, has just kind of been underwhelming the last week or two. So that's a key to the game for me right off the bat: is can the Chargers get pressure on Russell Wilson and enforce him into a few mistakes? Yeah. Second key to the game. Second key to the game is our offensive line. We have to continue to give Justin Herbert time. Uh, we've done a pretty good job of that, but this is a pretty stout defense that we're seeing. Um, you know, the more time, the better, because it's the number one pass defense in the league, which makes me a, a hair nervous going into the game. Um, just because I witnessed Pat Sertan's pick six on Herbert last year in person, and that was not fun. I don't want to relive that. So, um, the more time that this offense was that the one that bounced do. off Eckler's hands? Yes, sir. Fuck yes, it was so so gay, so stupid. Um, so I, I, the more time Herbert has to make decisions and let the secondary break down and let guys get open, and make plays, you know that's going to be going to be a a big key to the game for me. And the last key to the game is our running game. You know. This is a uh, you know the the Denver D is giving up about 112 right now on the ground, which it puts them you know kind of a little bit better better than middle of the pack, but that's a very that's still a very runnable defense. You know, to give you perspective, the Chargers are Chargers are allowing 130 on the ground per game, so that's some perspective, but. I think if the Chargers can continue their rushing attack they had last week, that is going to just blow this game open for them. Will, keys of the game? Yeah, I mean, the rushing attack last week. Rushing attack last week was nasty. I'm going to try to take some different keys of the game than you. My first key to the game, which builds off what I said a little bit earlier, is to let Russ cook. (laughs) <laughs> because Russ cooking this year has been Dude, he's so awful. He is so bad. <laughs> so honestly, like, Russ this year has just not been good. And even, like, going back to, like, last year after the injury, he just hasn't looked like Russell Wilson. So unless he can, like, turn it around at some point, hopefully not in this game or this year or ever, but unless he can turn it around, I just don't see how that passing game is really going to be an impact to us. Because, you know, Asante Samuel's having a breakout year. Uh, Bryce Callahan's having a good year. Hopefully they stop playing J.C. Jackson seven yards off receivers in deep zones so he can actually play man coverage. But, um, yeah, that's my first key to the game is you got to – you got to make them – you can't let the Broncos run. You got to force them into passing situations because Russ has just not looked good, similar to what we had to do – what we tried to do with Jacoby Brissett last week. Second key to the game is going to have to be the run game. I agree with Colin on that one. I mean, the Broncos run defense – I mean, their pass defense is nasty. The run defense has not been the best. And if Eckler can keep having the type of games he was having last week and the week before in Houston – 
I think it's going to take a lot of stress off of this offense. And my second one is you got a third, the the O line. The O line just got to hold up. It's been holding up for the past few days. Third, third key, whatever you know. Counting's overrated, as Tom Sorry. Brady. Sorry. But um, third key to the game is going to be yeah, just the protection's got to hold up. Jamari Sawyer has been a dog since he came in. Trey Pipkins has been. A, a great tackle for us. Like, yeah, Lindsley in the center, Filer, Zion, they've all been good except for Filer, who has turned around the last couple weeks. But um, just make sure that protection holds up. And as long as it does, I, I really don't see a way we lose this Broncos team unless Russell Wilson has, like, a career game, which I don't see happening. Don't see it, but could very well happen. You never know. It would be such a Chargers thing for It Russell is against Wilson us, so I wouldn't put it past off. us. Yep. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, Will, those are great points. I'm going to top shot. Sorry, guys. I got people. Oh. Dude, this dude in downtown GI is driving his. Is that a drive by? Dude, I'm sorry, man. But, um, so my, my keys of the game right now. Um, so, first of all, as, as Will touched on, you got to get after Russ. Because, one, Russ is buns, and he's also the corniest. NFL quarterback we will ever touch. Like, Russ is cornball is country. Like, we got to get after him. <laughs> we got to make him uncomfortable. So, I mean, if you get a guy like Russ under pressure, especially... This is the, guy, this is the same guy who said Broncos country, games, let's ride. Yeah, exactly. But especially, if you've seen the last five games, like, we got to make Russ uncomfortable. Like, Russ just has got to be... You know, Russ. Like, if if Russ is rushing, then we'll be fine. Number two, we got to force some turnovers. You know, pass game, run game. I think Melvin Gordon, especially holding the ball, dude. Let's punch that shit out a few times. Like, let's let's get that. You know, Melvin Gordon's leading the league in fumbles this year. Like, we have got to do our thing on defense, and we have got to punch the ball out of his hands. Because it is literally a gimme at this point for the NFL. And then, uh, thirdly, we just got to play our game on offense. Like, offensively, you know, Denver is boasting, you know, DS2. Um, or, sorry, PS2. PS2. Uh, but, like, PS2, you know, um, great safety. You know, we just got to do our thing on defense. And I think we'll be fine. But... We just got to play our game on offense. We, you know, I don't even think Lombardi has recorded bad games in the last two weeks. Sorry, we got to chuck rolling passing with loud ass. No, I agree with that one. Yeah, exactly. It's... But, um, you know, PS2, Patrick Sertan, you know, Justin Simmons, uh, Randy Gregory is out, you know, uh, Bradley Chubb is still in. Like, we just got to play our game on defense, and I think we'll be fine, you know. We just got to attack opponents of, oh, sorry, components of weaknesses, and I think we'll be fine. So those are my three. Yeah. And I will say real quick before we move over to bold takes here, I think just the one thing that the Chargers have to avoid, and I think it's kind of, it's happened a few games, and, and there's, there's been a few games where they've kind of, like this last week, you know, they were kind of, they were able to overcome it, but they can't just come out flat on offense for the first two to three series. I mean, 
you know, they don't have to score touchdowns, but you, you got to move the ball, get get some points on the board, um, put them in bad field position, um, just avoid three and outs and avoid any momentum that there could be to to gain at the the beginning of a game for you know a Broncos team. So, um, not asking them to go down and, and score a you know a opening touchdown drive that would be amazing. Please do it, but you know move the ball. Um, get some rhythm going. Um, at worst, get a field goal and and uh, you know let your defense go out and and uh, get a stop. Yeah, I agree with that. And the other thing is that yeah, you want the offense to ideally establish rhythm because the one theme of the Chargers this year has been the offense at some point in the game just going completely flat and just like deadline, like just flatlining. Usually it's second half. It was the like the first couple drives of the Browns game. And then the other point is what Miles said about making about punching some balls out of Melvin Gordon. It's not Melvin Gordon fumbling I'm worried about. It's us actually picking up the damn fumbles because we seem to not know how to pick up balls. That Dude, is the they're... worst thing I've ever heard. Like, why do we not scoop and score? No, not even score, but why do we not pick up fumbles? It's... I, I'm convinced we should look it up. There's got to the be last someone guy, out there wait, that what? can do numbers on it. But we we have to have set an NFL record for most forced fumbles without uh, recovery. <laughs> what what is going? What's going on over here? <laughs> Miles' camera was a very provocative angle. Very provocative angle. I was tying my laces. To get it out. I was starting. I was starting to think the worst for a second. <laughs> All right. I was. I was like, okay. We we Gucci. We good. Was it the best guy that recovered a fumble for us, Tavon Campbell. Was it the last fumble recovery, Tavon Campbell in the Bengals game? Dude, prob probably, man. Like it, it, it seems like every time there is a. So that's the last one which, I remember. Bosa seems to be in on about ninety percent of them forced fumbles these days. Even, I mean, we haven't had a, a ton lately, but yeah, I mean, I was in Houston at the Houston game when that ball just kept moving around, dude. It that that was like the craziest. Fumble, like, well, it wasn't recovery by us, but just fumble in general. Like, it just kept bouncing, and it was a hot potato, and it, it was like a 10-second scramble on the ground just to get the ball. So, but anyways, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if, if we can if we can uh, force some some turnovers on their side, you know, that's, that's definitely not going to hurt, so. Hopefully we can, but let's move on to, let's talk about some bold takes. Miles, you want to start us off? Yes, sir. I got you. So my bold take for this game, Colin, I brought this up, I don't know, two, three weeks ago. I think we get our first defensive touchdown, defensive or special team touchdowns this week. I, I, That's very I want to see it. Trust me, it's one of those things that, like, I'm picking it because I want to see it, but I'm picking it now because, well, one, I want to see it, and two, you know, Russell Wilson is a bum, and I just think we can exploit them in their own, you know, red zone. So, let's do it. How about? Last 
I think last time we played Russell Wilson, Desmond King had a pick six. Exactly. Well, that's that definitely did not go into my reasoning, but I want to see it happen. So, because I think they're bums. Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying. Guys, I'm gonna be honest. I'm just saying. I think the you know, Broncos are bums. I mean, we all know that they're bums, but like how much of bums yeah, they I, are, yeah, we have yeah. not seen yet. So I want, I want them to get the pick six this weekend. They haven't played the Chiefs yet, right? No, sir. They have not played the Chiefs yet. But the oh, Chiefs that's going to be a disaster. Dude, the Chiefs might put up 50 on them. Yeah, that'll be a really we fun game to watch. Yeah, so, yeah just take the Raiders. Just take the Chiefs and Raiders. <laughs> just take the Chiefs Raiders scores from last year and switch the Raiders to Broncos, and that's probably what the scores are going to be like this year. Yeah. Yeah, very well could be. Well, Miles, that, that's that's a good bull take. I like it. Um, I, I hope it comes true. That would be very refreshing. We haven't seen one in a while. I don't know. I have not going to look it up right now, but um, I don't know when our last defensive touchdown. I'm assuming probably probably think it's the TC Tavon Campbell scoop and score last year at Cincinnati. Unless I'm yeah, I think that was some- the last. I think that was the last one. I want to say that was the last one because what what week was that? What were the games after that Bengals game? Because I don't. There was like there it was like the last the, quarter of the season. I know there right. weren't any in the last. Last yeah, yeah there weren't any in the last four the weeks. I, I know that much. I did, did. Was it not the Bengals? Yeah, I, th- I think that was it. Otherwise, I cannot think of another one. I'm, yeah, I mean that's it's at least like yeah, in my mind that's the first one that comes up, but. Um, Will, bold takes for the game? Or bold take? Alright, so I've been on I've been on one podcast and on that one podcast my bold my bold take for that game technically came true so I'm going to try to manifest this one too. I don't know how much of a bold take this is but I just my bold take is that J.C. Jackson doesn't play like shit. <laughs> that, that's it. That's the take. I mean... That is not a great yeah, take, I mean, Will, because we don't know. But come on, you you can get bolder than that. You can get bolder. Will, than you that. can get way bolder than that. I hope that comes through. Okay, right? fine. You know, I'll get bolder than that. JC, I right, I'm gonna build off Miles. I'm gonna build off Miles. I'm gonna build off Miles. JC Jackson gets a pick six. There you go. Both of you guys, both of your guys' bold takes can come true, and we can all be happy. Because both of those things can be true at the same time. See, I hope mine comes true. Because last time, on the last one I was on, my bull take was Mahomes throws three interceptions. Technically not wrong. <laughs> Technically, I mean, yes. I, I've, I've hit on a couple of bull takes Colin, this year. let's be so. honest. If Will gets this bull take correctly, he's going to be up our dick the entire season. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, I, I, I just want to say, we're going into what? This is week This is week six, and I've had two. I'm, I'm two for six this year on bull takes. I so. am one for... I, I got the wait, hot call, hand. I? I got the call, hot hand. On. Before you say yours, what am I? One, one for seven? We both got our week one takes right, and then... You've only hit, yeah. You've only hit one. You're like one for six. Okay, well, fuck you. But There's yeah, only been right. five bull right. takes. No, you're right. How can you be one for, for seven? Five. five. Sorry, you're one for five. I'm two for five. So I got a forty percent hit rate here, bitch. 
All right, and let me lay it on you, all right? Bold take this Monday. I almost said Sunday. This Monday night, I think... I mean, it's not even that bold of a take anymore. I think Austin Eckler is going to have three touchdowns. That'd be good for fantasy owners. Yeah. Like, I think that's that's the – it's not one of my keys, but it is it is a key. I mean, if you can get Austin Eckler going and get him involved in the pass game, get him involved in the run game, pretty much just duplicate his performance from last week. He, he fucking went off last week and just get I, – I, I, look, the recipe for this offense is not very hard. It's pretty simple, actually. For, for for Joe Lombardi. It's get your best skilled players the ball in space and let them do what they do best, a.k.a. your Austin Ecklers when he comes back, your Keenan Allens, your Mike Williams, your Gerald Everett's. You know, th- those are the guys that you have to get involved in the offense. And Austin Eckler is such a weapon, can do so many things. So I'm just – I'm expecting him to keep his – hot streak going and yeah i think three touchdowns again is don't even know if it's that much or if it's that bold of a take anymore because he has been going off recently but i want to see him um continue it i'm gonna stay on that on that train i'd still say that's fairly bold because it's pretty hard for anyone to get three touchdowns in a game but i agree with the thing about lombardi getting his best players the ball because if you would have done that, I would have won my fantasy matchup last week. But that didn't happen because I left Jer- David Njoku on the bench for Gerald Everett. Oh, I started I started Njoku. Got some few points there. This is a, this is a different league, though. This isn't in our league. Oh, I gotcha. All right, well, l- let's move on here to the last last part of the show before we, we get out of here. But... Um, Oh, let's let's pull up the uh the betting lines here real quick. Sorry, I should have had this pulled up ahead of time. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't even. What are the betting lines? So if we're not favored. Uh, it's some bullshit. Up. That's all I gotta say. Here we'll go. Sportsbook wire. Yeah, we, no, we have to. Okay, so money line is Chargers negative two thirty. So Chargers are favored in the money line uh, against the spread. The spread right now they have the, ch- the Chargers at negative five and a half, which I think that's pretty fair. Um, uh, that's may I? Yeah, that's, that's pretty fair. The Broncos have looked like absolute dog shit. Yeah, Miles, you think they're going to cover? No, the Chargers can cover. You know what, guys? Can I just give you my? Can I give you my predictions real quick? No. Okay. I think the charges cover. There, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. You, you think they cover five and a half points? Oh, 100%, dude. Chargers are... You know what, guys? We've seen the Chargers Chargers so much. I think this is one of those games that we see them, you know... Like, it's one of those games that we see them live up to the expectations that we set for them. Yeah, no. This is the one game uh, a year. This is the one game a year we have where we look like a normal football team. This is the one game where we look like a normal football team. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think 
Um, you know, why not have a complete game? It, it would be nice to see one. You know, we're not asking for dominant performance, but just to see a complete game of football for two complete halves, offensively, defensively, special teams. Um, doesn't have to be a perfect game. Doesn't have to be a dominating performance, but just a clean, altogether performance. Win the game by ten points. Cover the spread. Get the fuck out of there and uh, focus on the Seahawks. So, I, I would love to see it. Um, I definitely. I I want. I'm gonna say the Chargers cover. I, I I'm gonna go on Miles's tune there and and say they they can cover and they should cover. And the over-under right now is currently 45-and-a-half, which I'm not going to give my final prediction right now, but 45-and-a-half, I'm taking the under. I am bet I, I would bet that under All right. I every guess day it, of the week. I guess this – you know, I would normally in, – in most circumstances, I would take the under because I'm thinking, okay – What's the most points the Broncos have scored this season? It was that it was the Raiders game, right? Like that they lost. So, oh uh, yeah, like twenty one. Dude, it maybe? was like, dude, it was like twenty something. Other than that, it was Raiders, the Seahawks game. Raiders scored thirty two on that Broncos defense. So, here's what I got. Here's what I think. Um, I'm gonna take the over, mostly because I think the Chargers drop a ton of points on this team. Oh, okay. I mean, it very well could happen. I, I just, I think it would be disappointing for this Chargers defense to give up anything more than seventeen points to this Broncos offense. So, Colin, Colin, you took the. Yeah, I agree. What, what, what was yeah, the I agree with that. The, the over under is uh, forty five and a half. Ooh, that is a tough one. You know, shit, because. Whoever set that is stupid because they think the Broncos and can score. See, I think the Broncos can score, but will they is the question. You know, I think this is a J.C. Jackson breakout game <laughs> no. for the Chargers. J.C. Jackson breakout game for the Chargers. I said it twice, and I think that the Chargers win this thing 27-20. to 20. If you say it one more time, it'll come true. J.C. Jackson, breakout game for the Chargers. And I think it's Broncos, <laughs> the Chargers, 27-20, to 20, Chargers win. All right, 27-20. All right, perfect. Let's jump into these predictions. Miles, 27-20. Um, Will, what's your, what's your final prediction for this game? All right, I'm going to get a little wild on this one. This is gonna be, I think this is going to be high scoring, but only for one team. I'm going to go Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers 38, Broncos 20, 1, 21. 38 is so many points. But, yeah, I love it. Hey, I love it. If, yeah. When it rains, it pours. We're going to blow this team out. I'm calling a blowout. Okay. Uh, 27-21, no, 27-20, 38-21. I am taking the under on this, so I'm going to say Chargers 27 and Broncos 13. 
Okay, I just want to make sure because Will Will is rocking with thirty eight okay. for the Chargers. Yeah, twenty seven plus thirteen that gets me to forty. That's under the forty five and a half. So I think this defense comes back with a strong performance. Brandon Staley has a stronger showing and. Like I said, if they give up anything more than 17 to this Broncos okay. offense, that's a disappointing disappointing performance. I I also think I think it's I think it's 38-13 going into the uh no, I think it's 38 I think it's 38-14 going into the fourth quarter. I think they get that last touchdown in like garbage time. I think it'll be close for a couple quarters, maybe for half, and then I think Chargers just kind of smother them in the second half and slowly pull away and just bleed him out. The reason, the, the reason I think this is a blowout game for the Chargers is because I, th- I think this is a statement game for the Chargers. I think they've heard the, the, the talk people have been talking where it's like, are they really that good? I mean, they're kind of, they're injured right now. Brandon Staley, people aren't liking his uh, head coaching decision he made last week, the fourth down call. I think they hear it. And they're just going to come out here. They're going to take an injured. They're going to take a battered and bruised Broncos team. They're going to take a game that they they know they should win, a game they can easily win. And they're just going to say, they're just going to put the hammer down and say, we are here. We are legit. And yeah. don't fuck with us. Yeah. No, I mean, I would love to see a complete game all around in every, in every phase. Um, you know, not just a great first half and a holy shit, let's hold on second half. I'd love to see it just from first quarter to fourth quarter dominate this fucking team and just fucking come out with a W. Just do it. Also, it's a Bron- it's a Broncos primetime game, so it's required to be shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. No, 100%. Dude, I... Will, I love you. Take thirty-eight points on the Broncos. I would love that, but you know, we just gotta we gotta go into you know, Joe Lombardi. You know, play calling hasn't been that bad the last two weeks, but it's been know, good the last two we weeks. Gotta look into a lot more. Than it's been better. It's been it, it, calling. It's one hundred percent been better. I, am I saying it's good? No. But it's definitely better, um, you know. I thought the Browns I, I like game the was. A, I thought the Browns the game was a good game. It was a good game, and it really all came down to that fourth down decision in which we got bailed out. But you know what? Here we are. We're sitting three and two. Thank and God. Go bolts. Yeah, I agree. Well, hey, I agree. I go think. Bolts. I think. Uh, Chargers win. Unless you guys have anything else to to add, we'll go ahead and get out of here. Um, Will, appreciate you coming on the pod. Thank you, Albert Pujols, for making no this problem. A, a reality. <laughs> I was gonna say you didn't really have a choice. <laughs> and hey, we're we're yeah. I'll, I'll just say you know what, fuck Albert Pujols, because now we have to have Will on the pod. <laughs> but, uh, God damn it, Albert! I'm just kidding, our our, hey, our team is gonna be sending you know your what? team a, hey. a letter. Yeah, no, but no, hey, man. Guys, in all seriousness, it, it, you know what? It was fun to have you on. 
Miles Miles went on a whole adventure during this podcast, and I'm like, we'll have to get our, you know what, our video up here I'm sometime happy, because this would have been a great episode I just to watch. I'm happy that we don't upload the video because, you know what, the vid- dude, the video will be like 11 <laughs> So I'm happy that we don't upload He almost that, flashed us you know live on air. Yeah, we, we we almost saw some Dude. things, but then it was a you know it was a false alarm. So. <laughs> hey, it's just a day in the life, guys. So that's true. You know what? We we, we got a POV of Miles you know for the last fifty minutes. Exactly, exactly. But hey, Will, happy to have you on, man. Um, you know what? Chargers. I think I said twenty-seven twenty. Oh, he's changed. Um, Monday night. No, nope, he's going. You know what? Him. No, I said 27 No, you, I thought you were going to change it for a sec. Yeah, you did. Oh, no, I'm not going to change it. 27-20. Um, you know what? I think Melvin Gordon rushes for two touchdowns. There's my bold prediction. Um, but <laughs> I got to hear that bold prediction. I think the bold prediction would be zero. <laughs> I think the bold prediction for Melvin Gordon would be zero fumbles. Yeah, for fucking real. That definitely is bold. So. All right, well. I'm going to get out of here, so that let me wrap this up real quick. There's going to be at least one. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. Uh, we just previewed the Browns game. Hopefully the Chargers come out with a dub this weekend. Um, the Browns? But yeah, no. Or fuck, God damn it, dude. The Browns. The fucking Broncos. <laughs> Browns, Broncos. This is how I know I've had too many drinks. I need to get off and go to bed. Preview the Broncos game. The Yo, Colin is also oh, dude, drunk, I, 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 after that Padres game, I am like, I have one eye open right now. You guys just can't even see it. <laughs> but it, I need to go to bed. Fuck, so, guess I'm driving. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Powder Hour Pod LA. This is going to be the longest fucking exit outro of my life. Yeah, that's all I got. Peace. Bolt up. <laughs>